0: The world's richest man is about to spend a sizable chunk of his wealth on something he doesn't want, Twitter. Elon Musk is abandoning his legal battle to back out of buying Twitter by offering to go through with his original $45 billion U.S. bid for the social media platform. The Tesla CEO made the offer in a letter to Twitter, which the company disclosed in a filing Tuesday with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission. The offer comes just two weeks before Twitter's lawsuit seeking to force Musk to go through with the sale goes to trial in Delaware. For months, billionaire entrepreneur Elon Musk has been trying to get out of a $45 billion deal to buy Twitter. Musk has said the social media platform is laden with devaluing fake accounts that Twitter had failed to disclose. Twitter always denied it, and now a source familiar with the matter told ABC News Musk has agreed to go forward with the purchase at the original price of $54.20 per share. If Twitter agrees, the two sides would avoid a trial at the Delaware Chancery Court that was supposed to begin this month. Aaron Katursky, ABC News, New York. So Musk didn't want it. He denigrated it in not wanting it. So what's going on? Joining me now to explain is Dan Ives. He's Managing Director and Senior Equity Research Analyst covering the tech sector at Wedbush Securities in New York. Thanks for your time. Great to be here. So uh, decipher this one for us. What's going on? Uh, a sudden, a U-turn, so to speak. It's a U-turn in and- Ultimately, I think from Musk, it was
1: really the writing was in the wall going into Delaware court that he was going to lose that battle versus Twitter. And I think recognized that uh, the obstacles were high and the path of least resistance was ultimately to to go with the original Twitter deal at 5420. And now we believe by next week, he'll own Twitter.
0: It seems remarkable all that's happened since we first spoke about this when he first made the offer a, a, a ways back now. I mean, why all the drama? If I mean, his lawyers must have told him at some point, you're probably not going to win this.
1: Yeah, I think for Musk, he essentially got cold feet, scapegoat, you know, market turned. I think Twitter ultimately, as he started to do the work, you know, recognized that there were a lot more challenges than maybe he thought at first, tried to get out of the deal. And that just wasn't going to happen. And because I think legally, you know, he kind of crossed the threshold where he was in weak legal standing when it comes to trying to bail out the Twitter deal. And that's what was happening going into Delaware. But this has been a Twilight Zone, a soap opera. And now it ends, ironically, with Musk owning Twitter.
0: Yeah, and with the text messages revealed last week. And so, I mean, it's been no end of fascination for the rest of us, but I can't imagine it was good. Uh, what's happened to his invest? Is this still a good deal for him? I mean, he he feels like he's harmed his own investment a little bit over the past while. It's never
1: been a good deal. $44 billion for an asset that we believe is worth $25 to $30 billion never made sense. I mean, and for Musk, it's essentially... He's basically trading caviar for a $2 slice of pizza in terms of getting Twitter. And now the, cha- you know, the easy thing for Musk was buying it. The hard thing is going to be fixing it. And that's the problem going forward. This has been a risky bet for Musk.
0: Yeah, what, what happens now? So Twitter, I gather, will accept this deal, right? This is what they wanted. This is what they were fighting for. Is there anything that stands in the way of that?
1: Yeah, I mean, there'll be some legal noise, but we believe next 24 hours Twitter accepts it, and we believe potentially by next week Musk owns Twitter. And it's a, this is going to be a balancing act for him with SpaceX and Tesla, and it's going to be a bright spotlight front and center to see how this all plays out over the next six to nine months.
0: So what's going to happen to Twitter here? Because there was lots of speculation when he first made the offer about what the impact on the company would be. And then he bailed. And so everyone thought, okay, well, it's going to stay the same. Now he's back in and probably not too happy to have to be back in. So I wonder what his ownership is going to look like.
1: Well, it's ironic because it's like owning a house that you don't want. So. For him, it's really going to be the monetization of the Twitter platform. That's been an uphill battle on social media that Twitter's had for years. And you know now it's going to be about trying to increase engagement. The advertising piece, there's a lot of areas that Twitter potentially could go, You know, charging subscribers. And it just comes down to must success stories. The reason he's the richest person in the world, it's because technology. It's SpaceX it's Tesla. Twitter's a whole nother animal and that's the problem.
0: Yeah, you mentioned it earlier. It's it's not a particularly good deal. He doesn't sound like he wants it. Um, he has lots of other things on the go. Uh, how does he make room for Twitter and all this and considering what a challenge it's likely to be?
1: Yeah, and I do believe Twitter, he farms out most of that to experts that ultimately will run it over time. For him, it continues to be SpaceX and Tesla. But Twitter, I mean, this is a transformation story. This is going to take a few years to turn around. And I think there's more questions than answers. And then the, you can't put the genie back in the bottle. So from a political firestorm, I mean, what type of platform is Twitter? Free speech? Does he wet back on certain individuals that we all know that were kicked off? That's going to you know ultimately play out. And I think it's just going to add to this, get out the popcorn and, and watch the show.
0: So you don't think this drama is, is is nearly over right now? With Musk, there's drama every day on a daily,
1: sometimes the hourly basis. Him owning Twitter, I think that's just the start of what could be just more chapters ahead uh, as he gets himself into more hot water.
0: Do you think he goes into this um, with a more reserved attitude than he started out with? Or does he go in gangbusters uh, for Twitter, considering he's had to buy it when he didn't really want it anymore?
1: Yeah, I think it's probably more the latter in terms of the way this all played out. But then it comes down to, like, how do you fix it? And that's going to be the big questions going forward for him because Dorsey and others have not been able to fix it. Why will Musk? Now, Grant, Musk, back against the wall, you never know what he's going to come up with. But when it comes to the, the Twitter transformation story, I think there's more questions than answers right now. And I think a lot of users are going to really be focused to see the changes, at least in the near term.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of eyes, users especially, and these are pretty influential users, right? It's politicians and policymakers and thought leaders and all those other people out there. They'll be watching to see what he does. And if he you know, if, if he makes a wrong step, you might see people bail for it. It kind of feels like he lost both crowds here. You know, those who were suspicious of him to begin with are still suspicious. And those who thought he'd be a great champion of free speech suddenly want realized he didn't really want the company in the first place.
1: But he's been able
0: to to do what
1: few have or actually anger both sides of the aisle. And it's not just domestically. It's really international. I mean, when you get to Europe and it's a tightrope for Musk, even when it comes to Twitter and China. I mean, China is a key part of the Tesla story. That's the other worry. Does owning the Twitter platform start to have a ripple effect or a stain on some of the other areas, political blowback and things like that? And that's why, as a Tesla investor, you never even wanted him to get near Twitter. Now he owns it.
0: Yeah, because we saw that yesterday with the blowback about his comments about how to end the war in Ukraine, right? I mean, when he wanders into politics, it hurts. It hurts his investors, and it hurts his companies.
1: And it hurts his brand, and it's a black eye for him. And just when we we think about the Ukraine tweet, I mean, that's just as a user. Now he's going to own the platform.
0: So what What now? I mean, it feels like this has done some damage to just about everything, although Elon Musk seems to have a way to uh, to escape these things, or has in the past. Yeah,
1: Teflon, like, he's always had that ability. Here, he can't, because ultimately it goes into the legal area, and I think that's where he finally hit the brick road. Look, I think he'll own Twitter probably in the next seven to ten days. Way out a business plan. I think the overhang on Tesla starting to wane a bit in terms of the, you know, the overhang there in terms of him potentially selling more stock, and now it's going to be another prove me from Musk, and it just adds to that ecosystem along with SpaceX, boring company, or of course, Tesla.
0: Yeah, and and, and a challenge that uh, ultimately I guess he decided wasn't really worth it after he got a look inside,
1: right? Yeah, and just by signing those papers, he was basically trying not to buy a house because of, you know, of an issue on a windowsill. And that's part of the issue is that legally he really didn't have a leg to stand on. And that started to come front and center the last few weeks.
0: Dan Ives, as always, thank you so much. Thank you.